Linda, let's do this thing. Welcome back to the Sir Reality Podcast, where we're recapping celeb reality shows from the very beginning. It's Saturday, and I had a little bit of time to myself, so I decided to do a bonus Hogan Knows Best episode this week. I love talking Hogan Knows Best. I love talking the Hogans. The episodes are only like 18 minutes long. They're fun. They're usually very upbeat episodes. I know once we get further in, especially into like Brooke Knows Best, I think things start to get a little darker, especially around Hogan and Linda's divorce. But yeah, we're talking season one, episode six, called Hogan's versus City Hall. This aired August 21st of 2005. That means I would have been about to start my freshman year of high school here. Wow. Probably going to Walgreens to get some sort of box color for my hair. I think I was just doing bleach blonde at the time, too. And hitting up the old Mall of America Hot Topic to get stocked up in band shirts for the year. So we open up with an establishing shot of the Hogan's beautiful home, beautiful mansion, I should say. And I didn't realize their house was on the water, which of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? But Jesus, this place is nice. I wonder when they sold it and who they sold it to. I wonder if we'll ever see that. Brooke is in the backyard looking cute as always in her like low rise bootcut jeans she keeps having to pull up. And she's got the old... Hogan family Sony handheld camera, and she's running around the backyard chasing the family's rooster, filming him. And then at one point, the rooster starts chasing her back, and Brooke's like, hey, holy shit, fuck off! And we get a montage of all of the Hogan's animals, and they've got tons. Linda starts listing them off. She's like, we love animals over here at the Hogan household. We've had iguanas, turtles, ferrets, dogs, cats, a cockatoo and a rooster. And at this point, they only have the dogs, cockatoo and rooster. They ended up giving away most of the animals because of an issue with the neighbors. But the Hogan's really seem to love these animals. We have a great scene of all of them hanging out in the backyard by the pool. And these dogs are just all over them. The cockatoo is like walking up to Hulk and gives him a little kiss on the nose. The rooster seems perfectly content in Linda's arms. And at one point, Brooke and Linda put some of Brooke's clip-in extensions onto one of their dogs. I think his name is Coco Puff. And they put a baseball cap on him and are like, oh, Coco Mania! Which, the dog looks more like Brett Michaels, but I mean, this was before Rock of Love, so I'll give him a pass. But yeah, they're like swimming with these dogs, having a great time, getting fried, may I add. This Hogan family, they're all hanging out in the sun, just basking in the sun. Hulk is an incredible shade of tan. Just bronze to the gods. I accidentally let my shoulders get a little sunburned this week when I brought my kid to a splash pad, and I'm like still emotionally traumatized for it. I have been like actively hiding from the sun my entire life, and now that I'm in the aesthetics world, I take it even more seriously. And whenever people tell me that I do have such good skin, I want to be like, yeah, it's because I've been hiding inside watching reality shows my entire life. Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, apparently the Hogan's next door neighbor has made complaints about the dogs barking too much, the rooster, roostering, what do they call that? Just making too much noise. And she says that she can smell the animal smells from her property. 
So Linda was trying to be a good neighbor. She got rid of the turtles, the ferrets, the iguanas, and she took the rooster's house and moved it further away from the neighbor's house so she couldn't hear it as much. But she also says how she doesn't think those things are true anyway, that the dogs really don't bark that much, so she thinks this woman's just making shit up to be an asshole. This is giving some strong Osbournes energy, isn't it? Obviously, the Osbournes had a huge influence on this show, I'm assuming. Of course, they looked at the success of that show and thought they could recreate it with the Hogans. And then when they realized that the Hogans were just as animal crazy as the Osbournes, I'm sure they were like, ugh, because the dogs and cats were huge. They were huge characters on the Osbournes. Whether they were pissing on the floor, shitting on the floor, eating up the Osborne's furniture, spreading fleas all around the house. I remember they had to like completely exchange out all of their furniture because they had fleas in the house at one point. But I'm sure also when they found out that the Hogans also have a dick neighbor, they were just like, oh, lightning in a bottle. Fantastic. We cut inside the Hogan's house and it looks like they've opened up some blinds because I can actually see in the house, which is incredible. Hulk is hanging out with some of the dogs and says Linda looks like Shrek because she's wearing like green sweatpants. And as Linda walks away, the dogs just charge after her. Like these dogs are obsessed with Linda. Linda is the pack leader and Hulk feels like he's just chopped liver. We cut back out to by the pool in the backyard where Brooke is laying next to the pool tanning, of course. And she looks like Roller Girl here. She's got like the ponytails in and a little red swimsuit on. And she notices that the gardener who works for the woman next door is peeking over the fence at her. And we do see this. He's just like, a, I don't know, he looks like Adam. He looks like the guy she went on a date with in episode one, actually. But like a 25, 26-year-old dude's peeking over the fence at her. So she's like, oh my god. And grabs her bedazzled flip phone and opens it up, calls Hulk, who's just sitting in the kitchen inside. And she's like, Dad, the gardener is looking over at me. He's either creeping on me or checking out the dogs. I don't know, but you need to get out here, stat. He's like, okay, I'll be right out. So Hulk walks outside in his, like, blue flame swim trunks and walks over to the fence and tells the guy to fuck off, basically. And the guy doesn't say anything. We just see him meander back towards the house. And he's assuming that the gardener was looking at their animals, seeing how many they have on behalf of his employer, the bitchy neighbor. Then we see Hulk walking outside. It's nighttime now. And he's wearing... <laughs> A long sleeve crew neck black that says police on the front, on the back, and on the sleeves, and a black beanie that says FBI across the top. And he finds a letter in the mailbox, opens it up, and brings it inside and reads it to Linda. Yo, Linda, there's a letter in there from the town of Bel Air. It said that we're only allowed to have five domestic animals. Basically, there's been several complaints from neighbors. Give me a break. I hate those people. Why are they doing this to us? What's going on now? We got a letter from the town uh, of Bel Air. says we got to get rid of our animals. What, like they're making too much noise or something? No. I, what happened? I'm not getting rid of my animals, honey. We got a letter from the town of Bel Air. What dogs? happened? We're only allowed five animals. Now we have 30 days to get down to five animals. I'm pissed off. No other neighbor has complained. She's the only one. And you know what? I'm sick of it. She, you know, our dogs are quiet. There is no noise. There's no nothing. But you know what? I'm going to give her something to freaking complain about. I'm going to... What are you going to do? I'm going to go make some damn noise. That's what. This scene is incredible for very many reasons. Mostly fashion reasons. 
First of all, Linda Hogan is so hot. I don't fucking care. She is exactly the mom and wife I aspire to be. I have every intention to continue bleaching my hair. I want to get my boobs done. I got good boobs, but I want to get them done. I want big, I want porn star tits. I love the way they look. I want to get her size boobs and I want to still be piling on the makeup just as I do now when I'm 45. It's going to happen. But anyway, the other thing I love about this scene is how like Brooke and Nick are almost waiting for their cues to come out. When Linda's reading the letter and she says like, oh, are you kidding me? Nick walks out from the hallway and is like, oh, what's going on now? And then a couple seconds later, after Linda says, we have to get rid of our animals, Brooke comes out from the hallway and is like, what's going on now, mom? Like, (laughs) it's as if it's a play and they were waiting for their cues. I love it. Plus the clothes. Nick is in a hot pink shirt that says in bold letters, I do my own nude scenes. And he's got like, you know, the light blue jeans, very 2005. And then when Brooke walks out, she's wearing a t-shirt that also in bold letters says, California girl, enough said, dot, dot, dot. I'd also like to clarify that they're in, they're not in Belair, California. Like this isn't Los Angeles. This is Belair Beach, Florida, which is not far from Clearwater, about 15 minutes. So I guess technically Hulk still could live in this house. I kind of doubt it. If he does, I hope he got some lights put in. Also, if Brooke would have been wearing the nude scene shirt, it would have been like a whole other storyline in this episode. You know it. So Linda is pissed. She looks at Nick and she's like, so you got to get rid of all your animals. They say we can only have five animals in the house. Ugh, I'm so mad. That, you know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make some noise. I'm going to make some real noise for this girl to listen to. So Linda puts on this like big orange puffer jacket and marches outside. The kids follow her and Hulk's just left in the kitchen like, oh my God, brother. So it's nighttime. They all go outside and Linda's got a loudspeaker she's yelling into. They've got all the car's alarms going off. Nick's pounding on the horn in one of the trucks. Brooke's screaming at the top of her lungs toward this woman's house. Honestly, the only difference between this scene and then the Osborne's neighbor fight scene when they're yelling at their neighbor's house was Ozzy throwing the log over the fence and breaking the neighbor's window. So after the Hogans are done causing this huge ruckus outside, they head back in and Linda and Hulk go back to the kitchen and Hulk's like, that was fun. We can't fucking do that again. That's just going to make us look bad. We can't do this anymore. If we're going to fight the city, Linda, we're going to fight it the right way. It's the next morning and I'm sorry, but Linda is pulling another look. This is a great Linda look episode here. She's got like a coral cropped halter top tank top thing like everyone wears them nowadays. And a pair of high-waisted camo pants on. She looks so good. When Hulk walks in, he tells Linda that he has an idea. He's going to take three of the dogs to their beach house, which is 10 minutes away. He's going to keep them there for the day. And then he'll go get them at night and the dogs will sleep at home. And Linda hates this. She feels so bad. She doesn't want any of her babies to not be in the house. And Linda says, these people are just being not fair. They need to get laid or something, Terry. And Hulk's like, well, why don't you put me on that getting laid list there, Linda? And Linda just looks at him and goes, I'm not in a happy mood right now, Terry. I don't want to talk about sex. And Hulk's like, well, we don't got to talk about it. (laughs) This is my house. This is my house all the time. So they load up the three dogs. And as they're packing up, Linda's like, ah, I mean... We'd just go to the pet store and the kids would fall in love with a dog and we'd take it home. And I mean, who's checking the city code before taking a dog home anyway? 
They arrive at the beach house, which is cute. It's green. I don't love that, but... The three dogs they brought, Star, Cookie Monster, and Foxy, which are all small dogs. All their dogs are really small dogs, just like the Osbournes again, actually. But the dogs are now registered to this address, so it shouldn't be a problem anymore. And tomorrow, they have a meeting with the city, and Hulk's very calm because now they are completely compliant with the law. They get the dog set up with food and water, and they head out. Linda's super sad. She keeps looking back at them and is like, oh, they want to come. I can't leave them. Imagine having a beach house when your regular house is already on the beach. <laughs> we cut back to the Hogan mansion, and we see Hulk walking out to the driveway to pick up the paper, and we get today's copy of the surreal... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We do get today's copy of the St. Petersburg Times their local paper, and he looks at it for a minute, their rooster is cockadooing, and something's going on. He goes back into the house, calls Linda, and says how their rooster, Lily, has made front page. Hey, here's Lily. Front page. Oh! Oh, my God. Paul Hogan plays host to Lily the Rooster and up to a dozen other critters. Neighbors cry foul. Al Rayford. Who the hell's that? I don't even know. A gardener for Hulk's next door neighbor. Oh, the gardener. Can't take Lily's constant crowing. That drives me crazy, and I'm telling you, I was raised on a farm. What is wrong with these people? Also, Hulk is reading the paper while wearing his own WrestleMania 18 shirt. Like on the front, it's a picture of himself, Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock. Love that. Then the local police show up and apparently the day before, Linda and Hulk walked over to the neighbor's house, knocked on the door and the gardener answered and took over the whole conversation. The neighbor woman was nowhere in sight. And then the gardener called the police and told them, like, I don't want them coming on our property anymore, which Linda's like, hey, there was no sign saying private property, do not enter, whatever. We just knocked on the door, talked to them and left. And the cops are like, yeah, yeah, that's fine and all, but they're saying they don't want you on the property anymore. And Linda's like, hey, I'm the taxpayer here. I'm the homeowner. I'm a resident of this house, this neighborhood, whatever. Like, I don't know why I'm talking to the gardener, which is true. And this is also a huge waste of taxpayer dollars. This is tough. This is something I never think about because I've never had more than like three animals at a time. I can see why they would have animal laws like this, like saying how many you can have at a time would be in terms of animal safety. Like, you know, you've seen Hoarders episodes when they have like 30 cats and it turns out three of them are dead already, that kind of thing. But I wonder why else they have those laws. For noise, I guess? Obviously, that's the problem here, but... The next day, they're at the beach house, and we see Linda in straight-up momager mode. She's on her pink bedazzled flip phone, talking to radio stations. Apparently, after the newspaper came out, a bunch of news outlets started calling them. We see Hulk on the phone, too, and they're being asked about the dog situation. They're being asked for interviews. Linda's super excited. She's like, good, my dogs are worth it. I want people to see what's happening here. 
And then we see cameras showing up to the house and Hulk and Linda are doing interviews with the dogs on their lap. Lots of people are covering this story, I guess. It's the next day and it's time for them to go to their meeting with City Hall. And they head there and meet their attorney, Paul, there. And they're in front of a bunch of people, the town hall elects, city council, whatever the fuck they're called. And they do like the right hand up and swear to tell the truth, yada yada. And their attorney, Paul, goes up to the podium and he argues that the rooster is not a domestic animal. It's considered a permeate animal. I've never heard that word before. But since those three dogs are gone, they only have five domestic animals on the property and then the rooster. So they're following the rules. But the members of city council don't agree. They say because of the cockatoo, I forgot about the cockatoo, that they're technically over by one domestic animal. They have six and then the rooster. So the main guy, whatever, I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry. He requests that the Hogan start paying a fine of $100 a day because of the extra domesticated animal. And Linda just jumps up and storms off. She's crying in her knockoff Adidas tracksuit. And she's like, they just expect me to get rid of another animal? Like, it's not that easy. They're my pets. They're my family. This is so fucked up. She's sitting on City Hall steps, bawling her eyes out. There's a woman sitting next to her who is some other member of their legal team. And when Hulk walks out to walk her to the car, she starts screaming into City Hall. Tanner's a bunch of liars! Lied under oath! You're gonna go down! Guys are all liars! You're all liars! You all lie under oath! All of you! And you know it! You guys are heartless and cold! You're making my life miserable! You don't even care! You go home and have a cocktail! My life is in misery! Because of what, one neighbor? You guys are Go home and charge me $500 a day! I can wipe Even if the storyline was created for the show, like, Linda was giving it her all. Linda is a camera ham, and she is so good here. She has no fear. She's saying, fuck you, City Hall, with cops around. I mean, which is also white privilege, you know. And then at one point, she says, like, oh, $100 a day? Like, it could be $500 a day. What's that to me? I could wipe my ass with that. Which is exactly what I was thinking. I kind of thought when they said, we're going to start charging you $100 a day, that they would just be like, okay, like, we'll pay that to keep the animal. Like, that's 36 grand a year. This family can afford $3,600 a year, 365 technically. Just can we pay it in bulk? Can we just pay it in one lump sum for the whole year? Let's just get it out of the way. Be done with it. They get into the car and drive off and Hulk silent and Linda's saying like, you know, I could get rid of the rooster technically, but I'm not going to. Now it's a matter of principle. Those motherfuckers lied under oath. They told us a rule. We followed the rule and they still aren't letting us get by. We see them roll up to their beach house, which I'm assuming is just in downtown Clearwater. It very much looks like it is. They roll up and pick up the three dogs, and Hulk tells us, like, you know what? If we gotta pay $100 a day, so be it. It's worth it to have our dogs in the house. So they're bringing the dogs home, and they're just gonna suck it up and pay the fine, which I hope it's $100 flat and not $100 per extra animal. I know to them it doesn't matter regardless, but Jesus, that's a lot of money. We end with a scene back at the Hogan Mansion, and it's very family sitcom-esque after-school special. The whole fam sitting in the living room all spread out, and they're all talking about the craziness of the past few days. Hulk tells the family that City Hall 
is playing dirty, but the Hogans are going to take the high road. And Brooke's like, well, I just don't understand why they lied, Dad. And they're going to keep finding you. Like, I don't know why we should just lay down and take this. They're going to keep finding you. And Hulk's like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Linda says, bottom line, if you think I'm getting rid of any of these animals, I just mean, you're crazy. And Nick goes, Hogan family stands strong. And the episode ends with all four of them putting their fists in the air saying, Team Hogan! <laughs> oh, and while this is happening, the end music from America's Next Top Model is playing. Like when they show the picture and the eliminated girl's face fades. That's playing during this whole end montage. <laughs> Just so random. And we get a little word blip and title whatever that says that in July 2005, the court ruled in favor of the Hogans and they dropped the fine. Look at that. A happy ending. Now we just need to get a catch-up episode, like a current day episode of Nick and Tana's house where the neighbors complain about Tana feeding like the neighborhood possums and shit. <laughs> they should do that. I would watch. I would love to see Tana Lee versus City Hall. Make it happen, people. And that's it. That's the episode. Short and sweet. I did not remember this one at all. We've got one more episode from season one. The next one's called Hulk's Hobbies. I'm very interested in what that's going to be. And after that, we'll be rolling into season two. And I honestly don't remember much from season two or three from that matter. Like, I don't know if we're going to start seeing Linda and Hulk's divorce in season three. That might be, I think that's a Brooke knows best plot line, actually. So excited to see whatever happens next. Thank you so much all for listening. You can find me on Instagram at SurrealityPod, and you can always send hate mail to SurrealityPod at gmail.com.